Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Impact Global Prayer and Empowerment Line. Um, I pray that everyone is doing very well tonight. Um, I know that it's after the holidays and kind of getting back in, into the normal things that we do, and I'm praying that everyone had a beautiful time with their family and was just able to embrace one another in love and, and just sharing the goodness of our Lord. And so tonight I'm praying that we um, experience experience um, signs and wonders and just the miracles of God tonight. Um, just want to check in to make sure that um, our leader is here. Nicole, are you here tonight? Are you on the line so far? Okay. Give her a few minutes. Give her a few minutes. I'm going to go ahead and just pray us in. And if you are with us tonight, just be in agreement with me and pray for the Holy Spirit to just come in and um, do a new thing. I know we, we talk about stepping into the new and embracing what God has for us and, and growing and going higher in God. And sometimes that's just, it seems like it's just lost words falling off our lips, but um, in our hearts and our minds and our souls, we really want that. And so this prayer line has just been a blessing um, to me. And I've been able to glean um, from all the facilitators and just glean from the testimonies and watching what God is doing on um, global impact and just knowing that we are in the vein of God. And so, Father, we come to you with our hearts open wide, just embracing your love, embracing uh, the fullness of who you created us to be in you, and just not taking it for granted, Father, that we can come together and pray, come together and agree, um, come together and worship you in spirit and in truth. Father, we can come to this prayer line and leave our burdens, here and, and, and know without a shadow of a doubt that you are hearing, you are attentive to our prayers. And so, Father, we, we come with our hearts open wide, with our minds um, on you and, and, and knowing that you're faithful to answer our prayers. You're faithful um, to hear our hearts and our minds, even the ones that um, don't know what to say, don't know how to pray, um, is such a season. It may just be a hard season. It may be a dry season, Father, uh, for someone on this line. It, it may be a place where they're in pain and they're hurting and they just can't come up with the words to say to you. Maybe there's someone here, Father, that's been praying for a long time for you to, to remove something, to change something, to deliver them from something, Father. Father, I just pray um, that you would give us a newness. Uh, begin to uh, 
water us with your word. Give us give us a hope that we will know without a shadow of a doubt that our faith will make us whole. And so, Father, we we give you all the worship. We give you all the honor. And we magnify your holy name here on this line. And we reverence you in all your holiness through the power of your Holy Spirit. And we thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. Let me see. Nicole, are you there? Are you there? Okay. Give her a few minutes to get on. As she is as she is getting on, um, let me go ahead and just read some scripture. Um, give a little bit of a testimony as she is preparing to get on. Um, I'm going to be coming from John 10, and I'm just going to read a little bit. Yes, last yesterday um, at Gravity Church Orlando, we've been going through some series of evangelism and having. If you can, please mute your phones, please. Um, just been having some very good experiences of understanding the work of the evangelist and knowing and understanding that when we are, when we've come um, to understand and know who Jesus Christ is in our lives and we received him as our Lord and Savior and we believe that God has raised him from the dead and we have partake and received the power of the Holy Spirit, um, now it's time for us to testify. And so um, yesterday I was just, it was just a, a beautiful thing to just talk about how we could get out there and present the gospel, share the gospel, pray for individuals, lay hands um, on people, and that they will receive the Holy Ghost. And so I, I have a little bit of a testimony. Um, today I went to work, and I, I work at a pregnancy center, and a young lady came in, and she was Vietnamese. And um, long story short, she was she ended up being pregnant. Um, already had experienced a few abortions, and uh, and had three kids. And um, it it put me in a very awkward place um, because instantly I felt um, like she probably had was not or um, not believing in Jesus. Let me just put it that way. And I I discerned that. And so as I was um, coaching with her, um, I felt this nervousness come across me because I remember as we were studying yesterday about evangelism, how we cannot assume that people don't know Jesus or um, assume their condition by what we see on the outside, but having this wisdom and this understanding um, to be able to present the gospel, being able to talk about Jesus. And so I, I mean, I've been doing this for years, and I got nervous. It was very interesting. I got very, very nervous. And I asked her, I said, well, do you go to church? And she says, no. I said, well, have you ever heard of Jesus? And this young lady said, no. And it, it not only did, did I become very nervous, but I was just crushed inside, too, because she's in the United States of America. And come to find out she's been here since she was a little girl and had never been presented the gospel. And I was able to just give her my testimony. And in a nutshell, I told her that my mom told me about Jesus. 
And my mom said, if I wanted my life to change, that only Jesus can do it. Only he can save me. And I really had to come to myself, and, and, and I said the words. I said, Jesus, if you're real, save me. And I can see her eyes light up. She could not believe I was sharing this with her. And then, long story short, I prayed with her. Um, but I, 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 I'm sharing this because a lot of times, as we are as Christians, long-time Christians, yes, we still had a zeal to talk about Jesus. Yes, we had a zeal to testify about Jesus. But in those, those precious moments to present the gospel, can become a um a a moment where it's here and there. How often are we presenting the gospel? How often are we pushing and plowing the field and, and presenting the gospel and, and, and then just letting God give the increase? We water, we plant and let God get an increase. And so John 10 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that enter um, not by the door into the sheepfold, but climb up some other way, the same is the thief and the robber. But he that enter into the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name. And he lead them out. And, and verse 4 says, And when he put forth his own sheep, he go before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Mm. And a stranger will, I'm sorry, in verse, in verse 5 says, And a stranger will, will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of the stranger. This parable speaks of Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things that the way or were which spoke unto them. Then Jesus said unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep, and all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus tells them, he tells the disciples, I, I am come that they might have life and that they might have life more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. When I think about that as a disciple of Jesus Christ, as a, a ambassador of his word, and out here, you know, in, in this world today, understanding that he is the door and he is our shepherd and what he's done for us. He's given us life and he's given us life abundantly. And I think about me and how many times I've taken that for granted and, and understanding that he finished it. So there's no lack. There's no lack in our lives. Mm. There is no lack in our lives in no areas. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not lack. 
And how many times do we fall to the enemy in the place of lack, the place of lack in our health, the place of lack in our finances, the place of lack in our families, the, the place of lack in relationships, the place of lack in, in building and in knowing who we are in the Holy Ghost, how we, how we take for granted so many times everything that he finished. He says he not only gave us life, put breath in our bodies, but he gave it to us more abundantly, meaning we have no lack. And so I hope this word blessed somebody because it definitely blessed me today, tonight, as I was reading and meditating on his word. And as I think about how um, every facilitator pours out in their own way, in their own gifting, in the anointing of the Holy Ghost, we really have to glean and when we glean, we get full and we digest it, but it's supposed to grow us. And this is God watering us and moving us higher that we may be able to present his gospel because we have life and have life more abundantly. So I wanted to share that prayerfully. Um, Nicole, are you here? Maybe I am. Okay, you are. Okay, hallelujah. Let me just pray one more time and um, give you the floor. Um, Father, we come to you by the power of your Holy Spirit. I thank you. I thank you, Father, um, for your peace that passes all understanding. I, I thank you for this woman of God and everything that you put in her, Father. We bind the enemy, um, Father, that comes against it just just comes against our our actions where we're we're moving in your glory that comes against um our the the word of God that tries to stop us from moving forward, Father. We thank you, Father, that you are you are kind in Jesus' name. You are kind. So I thank you for Nicole, and I ask Father that you um you decrease Nicole and you begin to take over and move through her. And I pray that the ears that the ears I hear are able to hear your word tonight, Father. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Go ahead, Nicole. Thank you. Good evening, everybody. I do apologize for my tardiness, and I appreciate everybody's patience. As always, I start off our Monday night calls with I hope everybody is well and in good spirit, and um, I'm so happy that you've taken the time out of your life to be here, and I want to honor you for taking the time to make your health a priority and saying yes to yourself. So give me one second because I'm hearing myself, (laughs) and that's very distracting, so give me a second. Okay, fantastic. I have this issue that when I hear the echo of myself, it's really difficult for me to focus. Um, Okay, that's much better. So um, I hope everybody had a wonderful time during the holidays. Thanks for those of us who do, for those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving, that you got to spend time with friends and family. And um, for those of you who don't necessarily celebrate Thanksgiving, that you were still able to spend time with friends and family and that you 
thoroughly enjoyed yourself. Um, and I'm not amiss that the holidays for some people are very difficult. So it's not necessarily a good time for everybody for various reasons. So for those of you who um, the holidays are difficult, um, my prayers and my heart goes out to you. Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm actually really excited about tonight's message. Um, I'm really, I am really amazed at the things that we find when we, when we, when we dig into the word, and how how many years later science now concurs with what scriptures state, and basically aligns with it and says, yeah, that's correct, and we've got the data that proves it. So um, tonight, our scripture, I'm going to read our scripture. It's a long one tonight um, because I think that there's, that there's a benefit in me reading the, the entire thing. So if you want to, so first thing, I want everybody to please grab a pen and a piece of paper. I'm going to keep this as concise as possible because I want to give time for anybody to ask any questions. Um, so I'm going to read the scripture. I'm just going to give you an outline of what we're doing tonight. I'm going to read the scripture. And then I am going to dissect a particular part of the scriptures that I'm going to read. And then I'm going to give you information that you need to take down, that you need to write down, okay, for you to be able to implement. Because we don't just need to be hearers of the word, but we need to be doers of the word because to just hear and do nothing is absolute foolishness. The word says so. That wasn't me. So <laughs> so with that being said, I'm going to give everybody a second to grab um, a pen and a piece of paper or a notepad. Or if you're somebody that you take notes on your phone, um, go ahead and pull up your notes so that you can take this information down. So our scripture reading for this evening is Daniel chapter 1. Daniel chapter 1, and I'll be reading all the way through to, let me see, I said 13. Um, I think I'm going to read down to, down to verse 21, okay? So that's Daniel chapter 1, and I'll be reading from verse 1 down to verse 21. All right, I'm going to start reading. Um, I've been figuring that by now everybody's got their pen and paper. All right, so, and I'm reading from the King James Version. So in the year of the reign of, hmm, hold on, let me second, let me make my screen bigger so I can actually see, or I should just get my glasses on. Okay, in the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with the parts of the vessel of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. And the king spake unto 
Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, and that he should bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes, children in whom was no blemish, but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability to them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. Now, among these were of the children of Judah, Daniel, Haniah, Mishael, and Azariah, unto whom the prince of the eunuchs gave name. For he gave unto Daniel the name Belshazzar, and to Hananiah, Shadrach, and to Mishael of Meshach, and to Azariah of Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. And the prince of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king who hath appointed your meat and your drink for why should he see your faces worse likening that the children which are of your thought? Ooh, that was a whole lot there. Gotta love old English. So basically, for those of you, I'm sure many of you know this story. So basically, it's just a eunuch saying, listen, I am very concerned that if I give you, if I'm not giving you the food that the king says, and you start to look a certain way, and you don't look healthy, and he's looking at the other princes and the other you know, the, the, the children who are doing this with you and eating this food with you, and he sees that there's a difference, you know, basically that's going to be on my head. It's going to be a problem. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, then shall you make me endanger my head to the king. Then said Daniel to Melzar, who the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenances be looked upon before thee, and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat, and as thou seest, deal with thy servants. So he consented to them in this matter, in this matter and proved them 10 days. And at the end of the 10 days, their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all of the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Thus Melzar took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink. I'm sorry. Then Melzar took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink and gave them pulse. As to these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill and all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. 
Now, at the end of the days that the king had said he should bring them in, then the prince of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. And the king communed with them, and among them all was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all of the magicians and astrologers that were in the realm. And Daniel continued even unto the first year of King Cyrus. We made it all the way through. All right. So I would like to point out that in verse, Where is it? In verse, where it was talking about the pulses. Yes, verse, verse 12. Uh, I beseech thee 10 days and let them give us pulse to eat. So the actual, in, in today's terms, pulse are beans. Beans, lentils, basically legumes. They're, they're classified as legumes. Okay, and um, this is where your pen and paper comes in handy. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about um, that story. I think that story is brilliant to me, and it's brilliant because it speaks to so many things. It speaks to health. It speaks to spirituality. It speaks to the connection between our diet and our ability to show up in the world a particular way. And I know that for some this is going to be controversial, right? Um, because we've been taught that what we eat and how we eat doesn't matter, that it's just food. But this isn't true. Because the whole point of eating, it's not for entertainment purposes. It's not, you know, we've kind of gotten into a culture where we just eat for the sake of eating. But the whole purpose for eating is, 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 is likened to the same purpose as to why you put gasoline in your car. You put gasoline in your car, not because your car likes the taste of gas or because it's fun to do, but because in order for your car to move and get you from point A to point B, you need gas. And you wouldn't dare put the wrong grade of gas in your car for fear of it destroying your engine, okay? So we know that, you know, when you drive a more luxury car, that um, you have to put top grade gas in there in order for that particular car to function based on the manufacturer's, um, um, the manufacturer's, oh, my brain, um, work with me, um, recommendations. There we go. All right. And so, you know, if we look through the scripture, that particular scripture in Daniel, Daniel Gave a, gave a recommendation for how the Hebrew boys should eat during that time. They didn't want to eat that food because they understood that it was not optimal and it was not best for their bodies. And I'm sure that there were other pieces that were attributed to that based on um, during that time um, and the fact that they worshipped other gods and that foods were, um, I don't want to say they were blessed, but they were offered to their gods, right? And so there was a whole thing with that as well. 
But I do believe that that scripture is really, that the whole point of that scripture was really looking at the value and the importance of what we actually put in our bodies, being that our bodies are the temple of God, and and how it allows us, as I said earlier, to show up in the world. So I want to take this time to <clears throat> go over some pulses with you, some legumes and some beans, and share with you the benefits of each of these so you can sort of look at anything that you may be dealing with or um, if you are someone who's anemic and you're dealing with low iron, um, if you're somebody who deals with constipation and you're needing more fiber in your body. So let's talk about the benefits of, of um, including more beans and legumes into your diet. So um, they are an absolutely fantastic source of protein. Okay, and I need to wrap this back around what I was going to say earlier. So as gas is beneficial to your car to help it to move, so is food for your body. When your body is telling you it's hungry and you get hunger pains, your body isn't just asking you to throw food at it. It's not asking you to just throw calories and just mindlessly give it whatever you can put your hands on. Your body is asking for minerals, vitamins, healthy fats, um, fiber. It's asking for all of these things specifically because it needs those things in order for certain parts of our bodies to work a certain way. Now, can our bodies work outside of that and can our bodies work with some of the um, low-quality foods that we give them? Yes, it can, but it is not optimal. And long-term, over a long period of time of eating that way, we are going to end up with diseases, which is what we have today. And we can definitely see the fruits of that within American culture and unprecedented illness and sickness like cancer, is number two is the number two killer in this country. Heart disease is the number one, and especially within Black and Brown communities, we are really, 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 for lack of knowledge, dying because of this. Okay, so beans are an excellent, excellent source of protein, vitamins, minerals, fiber, and um, they are extremely versatile. They can be incorporated in so many different ways. You can incorporate them into soups. You can incorporate them into salads. You can make stews. They're just a very, very, very versatile food. Um, so eating them, eating more of them and incorporating more of them into your diet can reduce cholesterol. It can decrease blood sugar levels. So if you're diabetic, increase, in, including more beans and pulses into your diet is really beneficial. Um, if you have high blood pressure, really beneficial because it will help to reduce your cholesterol levels. You have LDLs and you have HDLs. And the HDLs are the ones that you want to keep low. And beans help with that, okay? And it also helps to increase healthy gut bacteria. Now, why does this matter? This matters because about 80% of our immune system, and the immune system, for those of us who might not necessarily know, is the system that helps to fight 
on our behalf to keep us healthy so that we don't have to think about it. So being that 80% of our immune system is in our gut, you can see why it's really important to make sure that our gut stays in a place of being healthy. And the fiber in beans helps with our gut health. I know you guys have heard of prebiotics and probiotics. Probiotics are things that we take to help to keep the flora or the bacteria in our guts in a healthy place so that we don't get an overrun of bad bacteria. It helps to keep everything balanced. That's what the probiotics do. Prebiotics provide the fiber in order to allow the probiotics to effectively work also. So prebiotics would be your beans and your vegetables and basically the fiber, the fiber any fibrous food. That's why you want to be eating things like whole grains, um, lots of fruit, not canned fruits, not, um, yeah, not canned fruits. You want to eat fresh fruits. Fresh fruits and vegetables help to um, really work with your body's prebiotic it really supplies uh fiber all right so um i could go on and on and on but i won't i'm going to wrap this up to make sure that i give everybody time to ask any questions that they have so i'm going to run down a couple of peas that are really really good for you um and that you should work at incorporating into your diet so chickpeas also known as garbanzo beans um, they are an excellent source of fiber and protein, very low in fat, um, pretty low in carbohydrates. If you are diabetic, you want to make sure that you're doing everything, of course, within balance because they are a starch and they can cause your blood sugar to raise just a little bit. But if you are eating a balanced meal with other um, complex carbs, Complex carbs being vegetables, whole grains. Simple carbs are white rice, white pasta, white potatoes. Those will make your blood sugar spike. So you want to make sure you're incorporating more complex carbs. And they're called complex carbs because they are complicated carbohydrates. Why? Because of the fiber concentration and what the body has to go through to break it down. It's more complicated versus simple carbs where that fiber has been stripped away and your body's able to just sort of suck it up, you know, digest it really quickly, and then it causes your blood sugar to raise exponentially, okay? All right, so um, it is an excellent source of, it's got about 12.5 grams of fiber, excellent source of folate or vitamin B9, copper, manganese, and iron, okay? Bean number two, well, it's not really a bean, it's lentils. Lentils are a great source of protein. All of these things, all of these beans I'm mentioning today are a great source of protein. Excellent as soup, stews, excellent way to incorporate those. Um, excellent source of fiber, so about 15.6 grams of fiber. Um, vitamin B1, vitamin B9, which is the same as folate, um, copper, iron, and zinc. Zinc is excellent, really important for building your immune system. Okay, number three, peas, uh, like green peas, um, those garden 
variety, the really bright green little peas. Um, these are about 8.58 grams in protein, so they're they're you know they're they're fairly they're fairly high in protein. Um, thiamine, which is vitamin B1, folate, manganese, and vitamin K. Vitamin K is important because it helps our blood to clot. Um, yeah, so really important. Okay. Um, another day I will come on and talk more about what each of these vitamins, because each of these vitamins play a very vital role in keeping us healthy. And um, we'll, we'll dig a little bit deeper into what each of those vitamins do. But not today, because I don't want to keep you too long. All right, kidney beans. Um, kidney beans. Okay, 15.3 grams of protein. Um, and we'll go on another call too. We'll go into protein and fiber and all that good stuff. Okay, so vitamin B12, no, that's not true. Vitamin B1, vitamin B9, copper, manganese, and iron. 29% of iron in the, in the kidney beans. Black beans, same, high in protein, 15 grams. Thiamine, which is a vitamin B1, vitamin B9, iron, magnesium. Magnesium helps you to sleep well. Magnesium helps your bones to um, be strong, and it really plays an important role in various systems within our body. But like I said, we'll, go, we'll cover that another day. And manganese. All right. Um, I'm going to give you a couple more. Pinto beans, um, 15 grams of fiber, vitamin B1, B9. So I'm sure you're seeing like a theme here. The beans have got the vitamin B1 and B9 which is folate, you need folate for nerve, for your nerves to function properly. When a woman gets pregnant, one of the biggest things that they talk about is making sure that her body has enough folate and folic acid because all of that helps with the development of the, the baby in its very beginning stages for the development of the nervous system. So, uh, yeah, beans, good source. Good, good source for that. Navy beans, that's another one. Um, same, folate, thiamine, magnesium. And let's see. So the bottom line is incorporate more of these into your diet. But I don't want to leave you with just that. I do want to tell you that there is an important way to prepare beans because beans contain a particular, what do I want to call it? It's not a chemical. It's, it's a, we'll call it a thing for right now because my brain is a little bit slow right now. So there's a particular element. There we go. There's a particular element or molecule in beans that is protective for the actual plant life, and it's called a lectin. Now, lectins are there, as I said, to protect the beans. And so when we eat beans, lectins do a thing in our bodies. And the thing that they do is they like to penetrate through our um, stomach wall, which is not a good thing. Okay. So on one hand, beans are very good, but if you don't know how to prepare them, um, you can create other issues. Okay. So this is another reason why eating canned beans is not necessarily the best thing for you. Um, you do not want lectins penetrating your gut wall because now you will have what's called leaky gut. And if you have leaky gut, basically the contents of your intestines are now leaking into your body slowly over a period of time. 
that causes inflammation. Inflammation causes all the diseases that we have, okay? So not telling you this to scare you, but rather to inform you. So when you are preparing your beans, you want to buy dried beans. You want to buy dried beans. And if it is within your ability to buy them organic, you absolutely want to buy them organically, okay? All right, so you want to put your beans to soak for at least, at least four to six hours. Better still if you can prepare them overnight and allow them to soak, that's even better. And then pre before preparing them, you want to pour off that water and rinse them. Of course, you want to rinse your beans before you put them to soak. You want to rinse them, sort them, make sure that they're good. Then you want to put uh, clean water on the beans, allow them to soak. They will double in size, which shortens your cooking time for the beans, okay? Um, and then you want to rinse them and um, rinse them off. And then if possible, it would be really good if everybody can invest, if you don't have one already, in a pressure cooker. So a uh, modern-day pressure cooker would be like an instant pot, okay? And you throw your beans in there and you want to cook them. The beans take about 30 minutes to cook in an instant pot, which is fabulous because cooking them on the stove takes a really long time. But either way, cooking them in the pressure cooker kills the lectins. That's the whole point. You want to kill the lectins, and then it makes the beans absolutely safe for your gut to eat. For you, for your gut, yeah, <laughs> they become safe to go into your gut without causing any issues. Okay, so I know that that was a lot. I know I'm so, but I was going to say I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> But I hope that this was beneficial for you. I'm going to stop talking because I want to give, we've got like, what, 15, 15, 16, 17 minutes before 9. So I want to give anybody the opportunity to ask questions, um, if anybody's needing prayer, um, yeah, to give time for that. So, again, I thank you so much for jumping on the line. And, again, let's be doers of the word, not just readers. So we definitely want to... Um, take the wisdom that we have learned from Daniel, um, from Daniel this evening, um, from Daniel one, and and start to incorporate it. Rome was not made in a day. I'm not expecting you to do this overnight, but incremental baby steps. You know that's that's what we're shooting for. We're shooting for improvement gradually over time. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bibi. I am going to pass the Bibi. I am going to turn this back over to you. Amen. If there's anyone that have any questions for Coach Nicole, um, Coach Nikki, or any prayer requests, the line is open. Hi, good night. Um, this is Natalie. Um, I was leaning towards the Daniel fast because the Lord instructed me to fast, and I haven't been able to really literally push away my plate, but I was leaning towards the Daniel fast, and um, thank you for that information. I really appreciate it. Even though I didn't catch all of it, I came on here a little bit late. 
But um, other than the beans, I know brown rice, big market brown rice is good also. And um, what else can I incorporate in the Daniel Fest? Thank you, Natalie. You said your name's Natalie? Yes. Hi, Natalie. How are you? Okay. How are you? Good. Good. I'm glad that you were able to get on the call. So don't worry about, you know, the fact that you came on late. The call is recorded. So, um, okay. so it, yeah, it will be um, shared in the group. So you'll be able to go back and catch what you missed. Um, so you, um, I'm trying to think, it's been a while since I have looked deeply into what the Daniel Fast allows and what it doesn't allow. But if it's going with basically a whole foods diet, which is what I'm thinking that Daniel Fast leans towards, um, that I know that it, it cuts out dairy and meat and sugars. Um, and processed food, I believe. So it sounds, if I remember correctly, it, it really leans towards a whole food, plant-based diet. So anything... Basically, I'm sorry? Basically just fruits and vegetables? Yeah, okay. So things like quinoa are going to be better than brown rice. If you can get your hands on some quinoa, because quinoa is very rich in protein, um, it's a it's a whole protein by itself, um, but it can also be. So let, let me spell that for you. It's key. Oh, key. I don't know. I don't like it. I've tried it before. I do oh, not don't like it. it. Okay. No. <laughs> like, I don't like that. I don't like quinoa. Okay. Have you ever tried oh. a grain called fonio? It's a West what African grain. Fonio. It's F as in Frank, O-N-I-O. -O. No, I've never tried that. Okay, it's a West African grain. It cooks up like grits. Um, okay. It's actually very, it's very good, and it takes, you know, it's kind of like, it can be used like a rice um, in place of rice. It's a West African whole grain. Fonio. Um, okay, I'll get yeah, Mm-hmm. And amaranth. And am where are you from, Natalie? I'm from Jamaica originally. I thought so. Okay, so my family is from Jamaica also. Okay, so we know Callaloo, right? So Callaloo yeah. is like staple in the West Indian homes. So for everybody else, that it's sort of like spinach, but better. Right. <laughs> it's not as exactly. slimy or yeah, it's it's a little bit more robust than spinach. Um, it is very alkaline in nature. So it's really very healthy to get your body back into balance, right? Your acids and your alkalinity. Right. So, but the seeds that Callaloo is grown from are called amaranth seeds. Oh. Those seeds, those seeds also cook up like grains. So if you can also get some amaranth seeds, they can be used as a good substitute for brown rice, white rice, you know, um, couscous, uh, whole, that's the whole grain. And they, they, you can get them in either white, a white variety, or a red variety. Naturally, the red is going to be more beneficial because it has antioxidants in there. The color lets you know that. So oh, any opportunity... Amaranth, I'll spell it for you. It's A as in apple, M as in monkey, A R A N as in Nancy, 
T H Amaranth. Yes, you can normally get those from the health food store. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. Um, you know, if you have any other questions, please feel free to reach out. Okay, thank you. You're so welcome. And good luck, you've got this. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely gonna work on it. Good. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, does anybody else have any other questions? Or anybody need prayer? Don't be shy. There's no silly questions. If you you know, we don't know what we don't know. Okay. Right. Also, the line is also open for um, any other prayers, um, other prayers other than health, and um, any other um, other than questions and health. You can ask for prayer for anything that you need, or if you have any uh, comments, um, the line is open. Hi. Good evening. Um, this is Nikki Hall. I do have a prayer request. Um, I need clarity on um, a decision. It's kind of odd, but I have two people in my life that I care about very much. Um, and um, I need clarity because I, I need God to, to lead me, I mean, to lead me to make the, the right decision on, on which person I, sh- I should, you know, um, be with, or if it's neither, that he makes that clear. Okay, and your name is Nikki Hall. Mhm. You said your name is Nikki Hall. Okay. Nikki okay, Hall. Nikki. Um, um, just want to give you a word of wisdom. Um, the Bible. I always go back to this scripture because this scripture is. I like to call it overall. Anytime we have um, any any place that we're stuck, um, we just don't know. Um, we can also get caught up in our senses, what we feel, think, and all those different things. But this scripture allows you to go a little bit deeper. The, the scripture is in Matthew, is Matthew six um, verse thirty three, and it says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness." And so, as you are um, as you are being sought out in to be married um, or to be a wife in, in a place of being prepared, you want to make sure that whoever is pursuing you is lining up with the kingdom and the righteousness of God because ultimately your husband will be your covering and you will be the favor. And so you want to make sure that when you begin to pray, and you begin to study because study still takes place in in that place of waiting, um, that these individuals are lining up with the kingdom of God, that they know who they are in God, that they, they know their calling, and they, that they are in right standing with God. And so I'm going to go ahead and pray for you. Uh, Father, we come by the power of the Holy Spirit, the wisdom and understanding that you have given us um, just you've given it to us freely, Father. 
um, that we can come to you and, and ask you of these questions and, and be in agreement with our, with our sisters and brothers um, around these day-to-day life situations um, that sometimes we just get caught up and we do not understand. Father, we, we try to, we overthink, Father, what our minds, we overthink what's going through our minds, just the little things. And so, Father, I come in agreement um, with my sister Nikki right now, Father, with a heart that is just unashamed to come on this prayer line and, and just be freely um, with you and say, I just don't know what to do and I don't know if I'm supposed to be um, here or there or anywhere. And so, Father, you heard our heart. And so we're in agreement with our heart right now towards you. We bind up any spirit of confusion, Father. We we speak unto any enemy that's trying to still kill and destroy her in the name of Jesus. If any spirit around her is trying to bring her um, out of your presence right now, Father, we bind it now in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we loose upon her wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Allow her to perceive the very word that you're penetrating through her heart, her soul, and her spirit, Father. Let her know without a shadow of a doubt which way to move. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word says that you lead us, you guide us, you order our footsteps, that we can come to you in in a place to not be anxious, but put our prayers unto you, our supplications unto you, and you will direct our path. And so, Father, I, I pray now, Father, that you will direct Nikki's path, and we thank you. We thank you in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. I thank you that right now, Father, that you're making provision for Nikki. Father, I thank you right now that you're comforting her spirit right now, Father, because as single women, we want to be we, we want to be covered. We want to be protected. We want to be provided for. We want to be loved, Father. And those feelings, the enemy begins, begins to torment us, Father. But ultimately, we need to be in your presence. We need to endure your love. We need to feel your covering and, and your protection and your provision, Father, first. So we know without a shadow of a doubt that it is you that's walking in front of us. It is you that is in, in before us that we know that this man is our husband. And we thank you Father, that you you are attentive and your hand is not too short to cover us and keep us in these hard times. Father, and we, we give you all the glory and all the honor, honor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you, sisters. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, too. Anyone else that needs prayer? Well, I've got a question. This is Miss Bussey. And Nicole, I need you to explain to me again what you said about the beans. You told us about organic beans, and you said to wash them first and then soak them. I didn't catch it. You said soak them how long? Who am I speaking to? Miss Bussey. Hey, Miss Bussey. I thought that was you. (laughs) How are you? I'm so glad you made it on the call. Yes, so I, did. Did. <laughs> I did. I did. So I, I couldn't miss it. No, go ahead. You, I couldn't miss it tonight. I missed it two weeks. 
And I, I got it tonight. Okay. But I want to know about the beans. I, I just need to know. You, uh, I, I do. I'm so glad about it. You take the beans and you told us to buy best to buy organic. And yes, you said, the, first of all, when we take them out the back, the box bag of what we buy them in, wash them first, right? Yes. You want wash to wash them, okay. them to make sure that you're taking out any bad beans. So anything that's mm-hmm. discolored, you want to take them out. Right. And you right. want to wash them, and then you want to put them to soak in clean water. Mm-hmm. So you want to cover them, um, cover the beans with about three to four inches of water. Of okay, clean water. Cover. okay. Cover the Wait a minute, cover the beans cover the beans in about how much? About three? Yeah, do like three to four inches over the beans. Four because inches. what's okay. gonna happen is the beans the beans are gonna soak that water. And so oh, um okay. they're going to swell, so you want to make sure that you're giving enough room. Um okay, so, soak, then, soak, so soak for how long? Two to six hours of four to six so, Ideally, you'd like to soak them overnight, but if you are in a time crunch, um, I would tell you to, you know, try and not have, at least soak them for four hours if you can, if you have time. Yeah. But any any kind of soaking is going to help, period. So even if you can only okay. soak them for an hour or two, that's better than okay. none. I got you. I got you. Well, overnight is a good thing. To me, it would be great. Okay, then yeah. after soaking, pull that water off. Yeah, and then rinse them again. Okay, okay. And rinse again. What's okay. actually happening is some of that lectin is actually coming out of the, the beans through the soaking process. Okay. 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 Nicole, I think you also should probably put this in the group me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Now I gotta get the pressure cooker. Let me set a pressure yeah. cooker. And get yourself a good. pressure cooker, yes. And they're not okay. they're yeah. not terribly expensive, but they are a great asset. I've got three of them. And okay. a lot of the times what I'll do is I'll take it like a Sunday and I will mm-hmm. pressure cook. Like instead of just doing a small batch, I'll do the entire mm-hmm. bag and then mm-hmm. I will separate what? them into containers and put them in my freezer. Um, okay. Okay. I need to. Okay. So, cause we we could always take them, like you say, and I caught it where you can put them in salads and yeah. food salads. Now, like it's yeah. winter time, and I like to make homemade soup, so mm-hmm. we can put them in make them and put them in homemade soup. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Okay. And fiber in mm-hmm. the soup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. in making that homemade soup, I I shouldn't buy canned tomatoes. I should buy whole tomatoes. Yeah. So um, I need to have a conversation about com- tomatoes. We can definitely do mm-hmm. a whole conversation on that also because tomatoes are part of what's called the nightshade family, and they also okay. have the lectins. And the lectins in the tomatoes are in the skin and the seeds. <coughs> So ideally, okay. you want to take the seeds out, and um, you want to take the skin off the tomato. And that's as simple as just kind of scoring the tomato and throwing it in hot water for a little bit, like maybe two to three minutes, and then the skin starts to peel off. Okay, um, right, right. That is so true. I, I know that 
about the hot water. So yeah. I want to take the seeds and the skin off. Okay. Yeah. Got you want to you want to de seed your tomatoes um, to get rid of the lectins and yeah. And then you can use them. That way. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. All right, then. I will put something together. I'll, I'll, I'll make like a flyer with the steps for the beans, and I'll post it in the group. Within the Thank you. Days. Thank you. That would be a great idea. Because of my schedule, um, which just kind of gives me a little bit of wiggle room. So within the next couple mm. of days, so it may it may happen sooner. Um, it may not. <laughs> but I will do my best to get it in there, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, how would a person know? Would a person know without a doctor's or telling them or report from a doctor? How would a person know if they had some called leaky gut? Oof, so there are lots of symptoms. Um, so can you go to a doctor and ask them to do a test to find out if you have leaky gut? Yes, you can. Um, but there are particular symptoms that one can experience. Um, arthritis, if you are suffering from arthritis, there's a possibility that you could have leaky, leaky gut. If you experience any kind of fogness, fogginess in your like inability to recall information or uh, you just feel tired all the time, um, you have pain in your joints even if you don't have arthritis but you find that you have body aches and pains, eczema is a really good indication um, if your skin, if you're having skin conditions. Um, you know, in, in modern society, we're just accustomed to getting a cream and slapping it on our skin and hoping that that takes care of it. But you've got to always get to the root of what an issue is. And so um, a lot of the time, eczema is related to diet, and people are not aware of that. Mm -hmm. So those are just a couple of symptoms that you can experience if you might possibly have leaky gut. Oh, but definitely, okay. you know, look it up. Look it up and do some research, and you'll you know you'll learn and find out some more symptoms. Right, okay. Great, 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 great. Okay. So glad to see it. Look it up. Look it up. Okay. Yeah, research is right. What is what does the word say? A study yeah. to show yourself approved. Yes, yeah, ma'am. That's it. Look it up. Look it up. Reference. 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 <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. I got it. Thank you, lady. You are on time. Mm -mm -mm. Look it Thank up. Look it up, guys. All right, Don. I appreciate you. Thank you, and I appreciate you. Okay. Well, that's all I got. Somebody else can talk. Thank you. <laughs> and I also want to encourage. Listen, everybody. You don't have to. You don't have to take a word that I say. I'm not asking. You know, I would definitely encourage that any information that I give you to please go and study for yourself. Go and look it up mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it's really important that you know your body mm -hmm. and how it works. And everybody's body is different. So some people's bodies react differently. You know, there have been studies where mm -hmm. two uh, a set of twins have, they have the same DNA, but their bodies are different. Their immune systems are different. So their bodies react differently to different things. So mm -hmm. it's, I think it, it's very important for us to study our bodies and our bodies speak to us and that we need to learn the language that our bodies and how it communicates. To us. So definitely do your research. Definitely pay attention to the the signals and the signs that your body's giving you when you're eating things. See how you feel. Check in. Do you feel tired? After you finish eating, you should not want to sleep. After you finish eating, you want to feel energized. 
If you feel that you want to sleep, your body is communicating with you that something that you ate is not agreeing with it. So um, just, you know, do your due diligence and get to know your, the human body a lot better. Mm-hmm. If there's anyone else, um, the line is open for any prayer, any prayer that's needed. And if you do have any questions for Nicole, please come forward. Hi, good night. It's Natalie again. I just wanted prayer for my husband. He has a real bad ear infection, and it's it's giving him a lot of pain. So if you could please lift him up in prayer for me. Yes, ma'am. Yes. And your husband's name, Natalie? His name is Barry. Barry? Yes. Father, we come to you by the power of your Holy Spirit, um, by the word, Father, that says that you will sing your word and, and we shall be healed, Father, from this prayer line with all the heart that is in agreement with healing, with supernatural healing, Father. I'm sure his body, um, his whole body is, a, is affected by this earache. And so, Father, we lift Barry up to you, Father. We send your word, Father, that his, his, his body is made whole in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Father, that whatever it is that's giving him this pain, Father, that the root of it will be taken care of and that he would not experience this ear infection anymore, Father. We know these are lingering um, situations that begin to happen in our bodies. And some of these signs, Father, that you have taught us are just small things to a bigger issue. And so, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Father, we come against the root of this ear infection right now. Father, we bind um, any inflammation, um, any bacteria, any anything that probably have gotten into his ear, Father. We, we right now, we speak unto that thing. It has to dissolve now in the name of Jesus, Father. We thank you, Father, that we can speak unto a thing and it has to go. And so, Father, I'm praying I'm praying in agreement with Natalie right now that her, that her husband, Barry, will come out of this pain, Father, and that his ear will be made whole, that he will be healed now in the name of Jesus. And, Father, I pray for wisdom. I pray for understanding. If there's anything there, Father, that is causing his ear um, to go into this place of infection, Father, if there's any um, anything that's inflamed in his body, Father, if this is just a signal of something greater, Father, we bring it forth now in the name of Jesus. And as you bring it forth, Father, give us wisdom and understanding that he shall be healed and that he will have the discipline to do exactly what he needs to do for his body, Father. Father, we thank you for these temples that you've given us. You've given us these temples so they can house the Holy Ghost. And as we house the Holy Ghost, Father, that we can walk in the fullness of our calling, in the very thing you called us to this earth to be. Father, we call Barry forth in the name of Jesus. Father, whatever anointing that you have put over his life, the wisdom that comes out of your Father, let it begin to penetrate the heart and the minds of his children, of his family. Father, bring him forth as, 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 as pure gold, Father. Allow him to begin to minister and pray and be the man of God that you have called him to be. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you for your holiness. We thank you for your word, your word, God, Father. We thank you that he has went forth, Father, and he will walk 
in who you called him to be. In Jesus' name, we give you all the glory and all the honor, Father, for your presence in his life. We thank you, Father. We thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Natalie, you go for you. Go with God. God is faithful. And he is that you that you've been praying for for years. And so I want you to know without a shadow of a doubt that the time is now. You begin to thank God now. You be grateful now. You begin to show God your gratitude now because he has done it. And you know without a shadow of a doubt that your faith has been made whole in Jesus' Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We thank you, Jesus. We praise the name, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let your will be done, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Yes. I want to yes. request prayer, too. Um, I, me and my husband go to different churches. I go with him sometime, but uh, his pastor asked me to preach at his church on this coming Sunday, and I'm all yes. for it. But, but you know, when I go, the, the discernment, the anointing, in me kicks in sometime, and I, I see some things, know some things, but that part I don't have anything to do with. But I, I just want to preach the word. I don't want to go in like Paul said. I know nothing except except Jesus Christ, Him crucified. That's all I want to do. I just want to preach the word. I said, God, I don't want to go in trying to throw off on nobody or or, yes. or throw the shades on nobody. I just want to preach the word. I just and want to preach the gospel. That's all I want to do. Churches, Miss Buffy. Uh huh, ma'am. You said you go to two different churches. Yes. 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 Okay. What's yes. your husband's name? Yes. His name Wayne. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we we we. You're we gonna... You know, but in the process of it, I'm looking for a church home, and I'm praying to God about whether or not I should join where He goes. I know a husband and should be together, but. Okay, but I I just got to let the Lord lead me to that, you know what I'm saying? Because my pastor, I had a great woman of God, and she died back here in August, 1st of August. So since my pastor died, I don't have a pastor. And I go with him every now and then, the Spirit of God lead me to go. And so his pastor asked me this Sunday to bring the word, this Sunday coming. And I said, yeah, of course, you know. Um, and so I've been praying about it, telling the Lord about it ever since then and, and asking the Lord what he want me to have me say. But yet in the process of some time, you know, the enemy are coming in my thoughts saying, well, you know this here, and you should say this, you should say that, but I don't want to do that. I want to do what God tells me to do. Whatever God say, say, that's what I want to say. Whatever God say, do, that's what I want to do. I just want to preach the gospel, sound doctrine that cannot be condemned. Yes, ma'am. I got you. Well, let's pray. Um, yeah. Um, just want to just just want to make sure 
that you understand that God has anointed you, um, obviously, to be a seer. And you're able, you're able to see a thing that is not physical, but you're able to see through what's going on. And, and, and God knows that you just want to be faithful to him. And you just want to be in his presence. And, and it, it, it's one of those things that um, when we get sick and tired of sick and tired, and when we know what we know what we know, we just want to be in God's presence no matter what's going mm-hmm. on. I'm going to pray, and I hope that that word has, has wisdom for you because I know that's a battling place um, with your husband. And so, Father, we, we, we just we, we come up to you, Father. We, we bring um, Wayne mm-hmm. to you, Father. We bring Wayne and his household unto you, Father. Everyone on this line has heard her, her plea have um her 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 concerns, Father, and obviously you have called her um to preach your word. And so Father, first of all, we we want to pray that you decrease her her, decrease her and allow your Ruach, your Holy Spirit, your Holy Ghost to fill her from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, Father, not only just for that word, Father, but that she will have a presence of holiness and submission in this moment, Father. Allow her to understand who you called her to be, not only to the people, but unto her husband. And so, Father, as Wayne, as you have called Wayne, as they have have this disagreement in their home around churches, Father, I pray, Father, that you give Wayne wisdom. We pray wisdom upon the Father. Father, we bind up the spirit of confusion. We bind up the spirit that comes against marriage and your holiness upon the marriage, Father. We bind that spirit now, Father, and we lose wholeness. We lose agreement, Father. We lose your holy word upon them, Father, that they will come together once again with your word to the table, Father. Oh, God, I can see you and your husband right now sitting at a brown table sitting there with the Bible open, and it, it is not, it's not all fun and, fun and games. It's not smiling, but you both are serious about the word right now. And I can see you and him coming into agreement because God has brought you together. This marriage was brought together from God, and he says that his word, his word do not cause confusion. His word does not go out void. And so you and your husband, I can see you now. Come into agreement. You're a, you you agreeing to disagree, but you agreeing because your marriage is holy and it's from God. And so, God, I thank you. I thank you, Father, that you're going to bring them together, even in their age right now, even as this has been a situation for years, battling against the Word of God. But you're going to bring you're going to bring this confusion to an end, Father. So we bind the spirit of confusion around the Word right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we bring the Psalms to you, Father. We bring we bring the Psalms, the Word of God, to this family right now, Father, that they will turn back to your holiness. They will turn back to your holiness. They will be restored through your word. And so, Father, she has asked 
um, in this mindset that she would that she would decrease as she go forth in this word and she preached, Father. And so, Father, so that she don't say the wrong words, Father, I pray now in the name of Jesus. Even now you will begin to work with her heart. Her mind, Father, we bind up the spirit of um, carnal, carnal thinking right now, Father. And we say unto her right now that your weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty for the pulling down the stronghold, casting down imagination. And so you go forth, woman of God. You go forth and you preach the, the word, the word of God. You open up your Bible and you preach the word of God. And from your heart and from your from the, 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 the soul of who God has called you to be. Put on the full armor of God and put peace. Make sure you, you just girt yourself up with the peace, the gospel, yes, and then you go forth. Yes. You go forth in Jesus' name. We thank you, God. We thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for your word. And, Father, bless Wayne. Bless him where he is and give him favor. Give him favor where he is. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes, God, we thank you. Would there be anyone else that needs prayer? Anyone else? Come forward. Okay. Last call. I feel like there's someone else out there. Um, I feel I I can sense that God is wanting to heal marriages. I can sense that He wants to heal marriages. And so, if you if you are out there, you on this line, and your marriage need healing, come forth, come forth, begin to glean from the spirit that's on this line right now. That healing will come forth in your marriage. So, if you're out there, come forward. Okay. Go ahead. Is someone there? It was me again. You know, Natalie, um, when you said marriage need healing, I don't know if you're referring to me because I've been married to my husband um about eight about eight years now. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a seven-year-old um, little girl. She's going to be eight um, December. And um, we haven't really slept in the same bed for, like, mm-hmm. about seven years. Like, we've been, we've been kind of, it, it, it's kind of, I don't, I don't know if, this was the marriage that God ordained for me, so I'm I'm having I'm having a real struggle in our relationship to wonder because I know marriage is sacred in the eyes of God, so yeah. I'm trying to not lean, you know. But we have a lot of differences. Like it's it's. He's first of all, he's way older than I am. He's like eighteen years older than me. So mm. it, we have like a like a cultural difference and an age difference that mm-hmm. makes us 
you know, so it's it's kind of crazy. Ma'am, um, Natalie, um, it was you, and God has and God just said to me to call whoever it is forward, and he he's already healing um, your marriage. And what you need to know, it may not look like it, it may not feel like it, but you stay faithful to the prayers. Let God restore your heart, restore your body. And you pray the same for your husband. And you pray that this, that 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 your your spirits will kindle with the word of God. And now I'm not saying this is going to happen overnight. I'm not saying this is going to happen next week. But I am saying it's going to happen. God didn't God didn't give me this word because you wasn't here. He gave me this word because he knew he knows your heart and this is something that you've been wanting help with, been wanting to understand and 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 sometimes the enemy tries to come in and the enemy will flood us out yeah. with thoughts in our minds. Thoughts will flood us out with feelings in our body. But God has a standard. And so, Natalie, you you keep the standard of God. Do not leave the standard of God. And even the more you study, you study so you can have even more of God's spirit and presence in your home, and that that standard will begin to push out that 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 enemy that's trying to flood your home. You put on your whole armor, of God, daily, even when you don't feel like it. You put it on, and God God says He's going to heal your marriage. And so, Father, I, I'm right now, Natalie, I just want you to thank God. Thank him. Just, just thank him. Thank him thank for you. your marriage. Because it is done. It is done. It is done. God, we thank you. We magnify your holy name, God, because you are great in all thank your you. efforts. You are great in everything you say to us, Father. Your word is true. Your word is, 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 is tangible. And so, Father, I look forward to the testimony of Natalie's marriage. I look forward, Father, to the restoration that you're going to do upon them, Father. I thank you. I thank you that this daughter, that this child will be able to see a love that she has never experienced upon her parents right now, God. We thank you, Father, for covering this baby, for protecting her, Father, for giving her the mind, the, the knowledge, and the wisdom to be able to be in the center of something that she does not understand, but she's still able to move. She's still able to laugh. She's still able to enjoy life. We thank you, Father, that you protecting her ears and you protecting her eyes, Father. We give you glory, Father, that you are faithful. You are faithful to us. And so, Father, I, I thank you, Father, for Natalie being, being unashamed to come and speak that her, her marriage need healing. Father, she spoke about how, how they've been separated, Father. And so I, I thank you for restoration. I know that this is done. I know that this is done. And our hearts are with our sister Natalie. And so, Father, I, I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful because I know I heard you, and this is going to be done in Jesus' name. And so, Natalie, you just go with God. You go with the standard of God, and you just keep the Holy Ghost in your mouth. Don't don't let the enemy come in and speak through you. You stay with the Holy Ghost coming out of your mouth, Natalie. And that's in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 